What's up, guys? So here I am. This is the Lit Proto Podcast. So today I'm going to have uh, a guest starring uh, Bella. She's a cool person I met online through friends. And yeah, let's get to it. to my pictures there was this uh thing that i posted a while back where i just posted a bunch of questions about life so let's see um um do you like who you are now do you want to answer that question um i definitely think i'm on the right track you're on the right track i got you yeah um I'm not sure. I think I like myself better than I than I have before. I um, yeah definitely improved myself, and uh, like I was talking about when I was doing a live stream on my Instagram. Uh, yeah, I matured and I've gotten better. Okay, next question. That was kind of a boring one. Uh, let's see, would you relocate to a place where you don't? have any family or friends why or why not um you know honestly like I feel like most people would be like no what the heck but honestly I feel like when I moved I kind of had to do that anyway yeah because I mean I had my family obviously but if you think about it like we were all kind of trying to adjust so Mm -hmm. we were kind of disconnected in a way and but I honestly think that it helped to make me a better person and I think it helped me learn a lot for sure for sure what um like let's see what um what would make you move again like what what would what would be the reason for that um I'd say probably if I wanted to do some self-discovering or if I wanted to try to learn more about myself mm-hmm because I feel like isolation can be good sometimes. It can help you kind of... I mean, you have to get used to being with yourself. So you have to get used yeah. to, like, thinking like yourself and everything. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. For me, personally, I've always noticed that isolation is kind of a... It doesn't help me that much. Mm-hmm. It's more... I. I'm often at my best when I'm around other people. Not necessarily, like, you know, being close with other people, but being in the presence of others. Yeah. Like... I agree with that as well. I just think that it's good for us to be alone sometimes, just for bettering ourselves, I guess. I get that. I get that. Where would you like to move? If you can go to three countries, what, what would those be? Ooh... Hmm. Well, definitely France because France. roots there. Gotcha. Um, Merci beaucoup. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just butchered that, but you know, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit confused about your choice of phrase there, but I mean, it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm to be honest, I'm not sure what I said, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's French. <laughs> Merci beaucoup means thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you know what, Bella? 
thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Bien sir. That means of course. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I would say France, um, maybe like Scotland. Scotland. Because I know that we have some Scottish roots as well. And I would even say maybe like Switzerland, just because it's Switzerland. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I can tell you like the European countries. I like that. I like that. Yeah, very. I'm a very European person. <laughs> I like uh, Scotland. I have some Scottish roots as well, so oh. that would be that would be kind of cool to go check out and get those uh, kilts on and you know <laughs> show off my hairy legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the next question? Um, what secret trait do you wish that people knew about you? Mm, I don't know. I would. I kind of wish people knew that I was smarter than I am because I feel like a lot of people just assume things about me just based on the way that I look, the kind of music that I listen to, like the way that I dress. They just kind of assume that I'm not super like academic but i really yeah. am like i'm such a nerd honestly <laughs> <laughs> no like, i respect that yeah but i mean yeah i guess i would just wish that people would i guess not just judge me based on appearances that they would actually stick around to get to know me i got you i got you yeah for me um let's see one thing that i would want people to know i don't know to be honest it's almost i almost kind of like having secrecy like from my from my perspective i can see how how you can uh how you want people to know what you're like but then again there's also that kind of surprise like you're you're not you're not always expected like for you that's kind of, that might even be a uh less of an obstacle and maybe even a a plus i guess if that's how you would say you know because like people underestimate you i think that's what i'm trying to say yeah for sure um and I definitely agree with what you said though about how secrecy can be good because I actually think it's kind of funny because yeah it's just it's it's funny to watch people kind of start to realize things about other people that Mm -hmm. they guessed it's funny to see like their reaction their surprise and Mm -hmm. for sure it's kind of funny when people assume off the bat that I'm like a Satanist and then they find out oh no she's not she's like nowhere near a Satanist (laughs) (laughs) yeah no for sure I get that that's funny yeah it's it's a I think we're both we both like to kind of observe people in a way see how different people act yeah I mean I I love the study of like people and I like watching behavior patterns and we're like the people where there's like a, a, a darkened window outside of wherever the location is. And we're like inside this dark room with uh, notepads, <laughs> taking notes on people. <laughs> just watching people out the window. Yeah, we're the, we're the scientists making, taking notes on everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if, there, if, there's a, if there's ever a, a, a place where we're there watching no matter where it is we're like with those drones (laughs) above the sky (laughs) but uh let's see what's another one um if all your wishes were granted today how would you describe your life five years from now Hmm, 
is a good question. Well, I feel like I probably will have accumulated some wealth. <laughs> oh yeah, I think most people would would have accumulated wealth for that question. I think I probably will have made some more good, like, quality friends. Yeah, for sure. And I think I'll probably just be living somewhere nice and hopefully, I mean, not, probably not five years from now, like, yeah. in reality, Obviously. but hopefully someday I would be um, running my own Psych, oh, how do you say? Psychology? Yeah. Psych ward? (laughs) Private owned psych ward. I was gonna say, like, psychologic. Oh, there it is. Psychologic practice. Because I got you. To own my own practice or open my own practice. Do you wanna be a psychologist or do you wanna be a a therapist? Like a. Um, I'm still kind of going through that in my, like, I haven't exactly decided yet. I'm kind of wondering if I'm wanting to go into like more therapy stuff. I definitely know that I want to talk to people and I want to work with people. I just don't know if I want to be like a psychiatrist where I can like give people medicine or Mm -hmm. if I want to be more of just a behavioral and structural therapist. Yeah. I get that. I think I would be pretty good as a therapist. I've taken some quizzes and stuff, and I apparently I got like high level therapy is like one of my main, one of my main things. So the next to like creative video related stuff. So yeah, for sure. I just like talking to people. I've been told that I'm good at helping people, just like with my words and like giving advice and stuff. So yeah. find me (laughs) um let's see um what would i be doing i'd probably be a a rich famous filmmaker and i'd have a nice big house and maybe even a city where i do a lot of creative stuff i have like like i'd have my own disney world basically (laughs) (laughs) if my if i could wish what i wanted to would have like a disney world have some a music place, just stuff, just everything I'm interested in. I would have a city for it. That that's kind of my wish. It's not that realistic, but it'd be pretty cool, I think. So, what do you want to be? Yeah, you want to be you want to be a uh, therapist or psychologist, one of those. Yes. I got you. Let's so, see. basically, I just really want to help people. I want to talk to people. Um, I used to really want to be a surgeon just because like, I really just want to help people when I grow up. And yeah, for sure. I used to want to be like hardcore. I wanted to be a pediatric surgeon. Uh-huh. And then as I kind of grew up, I realized that I'm more of like a mental type person. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather not a, not a pokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm definitely more of like a thinker, like you said. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, when I was little, like really little, I wanted to be a doctor. I would work, I'd like 
whenever my mom went to the hospital or whatever, I would get like masks and like <laughs> gloves and just random stuff whenever I went to the doctor. I'd be like, I want to be a doctor. Aww. So much fun. <laughs> but as I got older, I kind of, I'm actually writing, or I'm going to be writing a memoir on this for my lit and diversity class. It's basically over time, I watched like, you know, those bonus features on like cartoon you know dvd movies pixar way back when and then just slowly as time went on i've just gotten more interested in in filmmaking and making videos and just just the process of it it's like it's a hard process but it's just fun it's like writing you know but it's visual it's a lot of visual stuff as well Mm -hmm. yeah for sure that makes sense and that's really cool honestly i don't know a whole lot of people who are interested in that but i think it's really cool how passionate you are about it yeah for sure same with you with the the psychology stuff that's pretty cool oh yeah so you said you uh you write tell me about your writing you wrote write poetry yeah okay so honestly i (laughs) i don't know writing is kind of like my coping mechanism in a way i've struggled with a lot of mental issues since I moved and just I mean being a teenager is hard for everyone so yeah but and that's kind of part of the reason I want to be a psychologist is just I want to be able to help people mm-hmm. that are struggling with similar things that I'm struggling with so yeah but whenever I find myself in an emotional state I will get a pen and paper and just write down my thoughts and so right. a lot of like my poetry that I talked about is just really messy like how I'm feeling in the moment and then I look back on it later and kind of just reassess yeah it's kind of like it's your own kind of therapy it's like a self therapy Mm -hmm. thankfully it's it's, you know it's it's not bad unfortunately there's a lot of people that that self-medicate in a lot of unfortunate ways that are not healthy but I think writing is really it's really healthy way to, to cope with with things you know thinking through stuff yeah and I mean I never even would have thought of it because I I was one of those people that was coping in not so healthy ways and so I I actually reached out to get some help from Mm -hmm. some cool school not cool I mean they were cool I mean most of them some of them (laughs) cool school (laughs) cool school counselors and one of them suggested that instead of doing something that I would later regret that I should just write down how I'm feeling and then Mm -hmm. I can go back to it later and kind of look at it and tell myself oh wow look at that look at how awful you were feeling back then and how great you're feeling now like it's possible to get through this you know it puts things in perspective it's like yeah for sure kind of like an out-of-body experience but not really Mm -hmm. it's like obviously that's an extreme metaphor (laughs) but you know what I mean it's you look you look down at yourself in a different way you you detach yourself from from what you're feeling so you can think more logically is that mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of cool yeah um, but then i also just like creative writing like i just like writing stories and mm-hmm. i guess i love reading um ever yeah, since i was reading. really little i just like i would honestly in a lot of cases value like books over movies just because of the fact that like I have such a wild imagination that I can Mm -hmm. pretty much imagine anything when I'm reading and it just kind of like takes me away for a little bit. I get it. 
I get that. I I like audiobooks personally. Mm-hmm. Like I have a pretty good imagination, but when it comes to listening to stories, I like to hear how other people envision it. And obviously, no, I get that perspective with like with just reading and just thinking about it on your no on your own. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I see it differently. I see it's like the story is obviously this is kind of inside the box thinking but you know it's like they they put they have a, a certain thing that they want you to see and obviously you can interpret it interpret it differently than other people but i like seeing their what what they show like the vi- the visuals and stuff for you know movie in movies and and books and stuff with the audiobooks you know it's the voices that you don't imagine compared to when you read a book you can imagine what the voices sound like oh yeah for sure i also agree with that i think it's definitely a whole nother experience to just like hear someone else and kind of see it through their eyes like definitely i love trying to find ways to empathize with people because i'm really empathetic Mm -hmm. like I just have a really empathetic personality, so I like putting myself in other people's shoes and trying to see it their way. Speaking of which, there's a movie I highly recommend. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called The Cobbler. I don't think I have. Okay, so it's about it's about this uh, this Jewish guy, mm-hmm. or this or it's not just about him being Jewish, but he's Jewish, and he he's like inherited this his family's like uh, cobbler shop, which is like making shoes. Mm-hmm. And the story is, what happens is he he ends up trying on somebody's shoes, and he ends up stepping into he he ends up becoming the person. Oh for, wow! For like until he takes off the shoes, it's it's pretty crazy. Like some of the like he people bring in shoes, and then he becomes the person while he's wearing their shoes. Oh it's, wow! It's pretty funny. It's it's a it's a comedy. But he, it's, he ends up going through all these crazy events. He, like, likes this one lady, and he ends up putting putting on her boyfriend's shoes, I think. I, I forgot. It's been a while <laughs> since since, uh, since I watched the movie. But highly recommend it. I think it's on Netflix, The Cobbler. But anyways, next question. Do you, uh, what's your, like, balance of looks versus brains when you're, like, you know, like like example with your boyfriend for example oh okay um well you know honestly like when I met my boyfriend I just like I was attracted to his personality and I know that a lot of people are not like that but I honestly was I was just like I loved how outgoing he was how Mm -hmm. um just friendly he was because again like I hadn't really experienced that a whole lot after I moved and he was just genuinely trying to make me feel like welcome and like cared about and I just really loved that about him and then as I started to get to know him I just kind of started to love how he like thinks about things because it's just Mm -hmm. so different from how I would have thought about things and he just has like a really good like caring heart and that's probably my favorite thing about him that's good that's good you know it's, it's good when you find somebody that you know they're nicer than everyone because it's kind of sad but a lot of people aren't that nice you know it's yeah. not 
it's it's sad that a lot of times people just don't they don't think about the other person and sure you know what we all struggle with you know thinking about other people at some point or another we always sometimes forget uh, to you know think about what the other person is thinking or feeling but when there's that person that that has that has that more than the rest of everyone that's very attractive mm-hmm. yeah uh what about you um it's kind of a balance i've i'm a guy i'm visual so it, <laughs> it usually starts with the looks to be honest but mm-hmm. once i but it's then once i i get to know them i start talking to uh, whoever she is then i start to you know decide is her personality what i like does she do we click or do we clash you know yeah 100% and I do I think it's just part of human nature to go for looks first I think it's just like we're physically attracted to someone and then at that point we want to learn more about them for sure it's like it's like the the attraction is like the first ticket and then the the yeah the personality is the key you know something like that Mm -hmm. uh let's see what's your best childhood memory Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, you're going to make me think about this for a minute. Hmm. What was that? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying you're going to make me think about this for a minute. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Um, You know, I mean, I can definitely say that I was blessed to have a very normal and like healthy childhood so I I have a lot of really good memories I think one of my favorites though is just every Sunday my dad would take my brother and I out for like a car ride and we'd go get donuts and then we'd go and just drive around and look around he would take us to like Harley Davidson because he's a motorcycle Uh, guy and uh, since it was closed we would just window shop Mm -hmm. so I guess just like I just really love being with my family and like with people that I care about because yeah definitely I don't know it just pumps me up like I get energy from other people around me and that's why if the energy around me is negative that's when I start to kind of it has an get... impact on how you you act. yeah mm-hmm. I get that yeah I can relate to that for sure that you know when you're it's always best to be either around people that are that have a good vibe or anyone at least not too close you know mm-hmm. I don't know I've personally especially when like going like at my school I think we've talked about this you know I talk to a lot of people I um, I'm not I don't I can't say I'm really close to any one people and I it's almost kind of a I guess a fear of getting too close to mm-hmm. somebody who's negative but you know I enjoy myself I have you know I, I have a lot of acquaintances that I that I have that I have good conversations with, like you, for example. We talk online, but um, I don't know. As far as like my best childhood memory, I think um, there's there was this one time when I was little, and um, there was a, I woke up I woke up late. It was like afternoon or something, and uh, I walked walked up to through the hallway. We were at a different house at the time and the room was like all Christmassy and it was all lights and it was warm and then I went up yeah it's it's like a warm memory you know I don't remember too many details about it 
but I just remember waking up my parents and being excited to go open presents with the kind of a warm lighting. I've always enjoyed warm lighting colors and mm-hmm. I don't know. What, yeah. what was, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, sorry. What colors are you like more of a like cold colors like blues or do you like bright warm like reds and oranges for lighting? You know, it definitely kind of depends. I mean, lighting-wise, I would say I'm more of a warm person. I kind of like more yellow. Not, I wouldn't say yellow, but I mean, yeah, just like warm tones. I don't like the super bright LED, like white lights. But then in terms of just like tones in general, I'm definitely, it kind of depends on my mood, but... I can find beauty in both cool cool and warm tones. I think that they're both really nice for different reasons. For sure. I like wearing black. Like, black is one of my favorite colors for for clothing. I like Mm -hmm. bright colored neon shoes. That's like, that's my jam right there. Neon shoes and black clothing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Not quite neon, but still. it's, It's an interesting thing. But anyways, as far as lighting, yeah, I like warms, colors... I generally like warms too. I like reds and oranges. Those are like my favorite colors. What about you? What's your favorite top two colors other than black? Black is excluded. Um, I really like purples, just like any shade of purple. I love it. <laughs> and I also really like, um, like, like I said, I really like cool tones most of the time, like around this time of the year, especially like fall and winter. I <laughs> definitely find myself more drawn to the warm tones because of like Christmas and then also just like autumn. But yeah, um, like just in general, I really like purples and I really like blues and silvers. Blues for and sure. Silvers. I like that. I like that. It sounds like a almost sci-fi. I kind of. Oh, yeah, a little bit. But it's kind of cool. But uh, let's see. What is one trait or personality you'd like to change about yourself? Hmm. Um, I think I probably would like it if I could be less stubborn. (laughs) But yeah, less stubborn. I am a Taurus, after all. And (laughs) I just feel like sometimes. I'm just too scared to take that jump, like, in certain situations, and yeah. once I have my mind set, I don't really give up, which can be a good thing sometimes, but a lot of the time it ends up being kind of a difficult thing for me to live with. For sure. So, I guess I would just wish that I could be more, like, open-minded, I guess. hmm I get that. I don't know. I can be childish sometimes, I and sometimes... I'm a bit bossy. My mom's like very bossy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something I want to change necessarily. Obviously, I want to be respectful towards people. But at the same time, sometimes if you're not bossy, things don't get done. So it's like a mixed personality trait that can be good sometimes, but then it can also have its negative yeah, side for effects. Sure. Yeah, like I even- think I think assertiveness is really good, though. I think... That there's probably like a good balance between passiveness and assertiveness to people yeah. and I feel like people usually end up getting too much of one or the other they suffer from it 
Mm-hmm. Like you, you either get people like you who are really outgoing and assertive and sometimes can come off as bossy. And then you have people like me who are more like reserved and quiet and shy. And sometimes that gets in the way of like, for example, at my job, <laughs> like it's, it's been hard to like open up and I guess get things done because you're not used to like, like for example, where I work, if you run out of something, you have to yell back to the cooks that you're out of it, and I'm just not used yeah. to yelling at people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's been that's been difficult for me to kind of make a habit. But yeah, I think it's just kind of a, I, you know, it's almost like I'm not sure if you're embarrassed to like yell out, but I think that's for some people that's what it is. Kind of like, well, I don't want to be the one person yelling yelling out on top of my lungs for whatever it is yeah it's like everyone's looking at me everyone's listening to me (laughs) yeah exactly. they're gonna judge me and i you know what to be honest i have a lot of that too a lot of stuff where i'm just like i'm embarrassed of some things and it's it's funny because i'm i get embarrassed about the opposite of what normally people get embarrassed about Mm -hmm. like just really small things like small things I've said or just like I think really deeply about like my body movements you know my body language and stuff I probably think way too much about it but you know I get embarrassed about oh did I say the right thing did I uh, mess up when I'm and it's ironic because I'm like almost completely not embarrassed about like just yelling out (laughs) yeah no (laughs) I just being loud I relate with that too. There's definitely several moments in my life where I've overanalyzed something until I just completely like worried myself over it for no reason. Like, yeah, I have pretty bad anxiety um, socially. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I just feel like if I make like an awkward movement or something, I just like will think about it for the next however long and just be like did I was that weird like did anyone think that 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 was weird (laughs) yeah I know right I'm like you know shower thoughts right you're like Mm -hmm. shower and you're like thinking wait I really shouldn't have done that even though it's the still the stupidest thing and you're like worrying about it it's like you you bumped into somebody and you're like man they looked really angry after I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like sitting there and then just randomly a, a childhood flashback from like several years ago will co- pop into my head and I'll be like, why did I say it like that? Why didn't I say it like this? <laughs> yeah, this that's me with like most of my high school career, like because, man, I was one of those annoying kids that's just, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. I, I lacked tact, I lacked maturity in a lot of ways, and not just like I was one of those one kids or like the jock type kids, not all jocks are like this, but you know, there's those some like the troublemaker kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Where I wasn't like that, but I was, I was the, the one annoying kid, so I don't know, I, I did a lot of stuff that was kind of stupid, which I really shouldn't worry about anymore, but sometimes I'm just like, jeez. What was wrong with me? <laughs> I know, right? I, I do that too. But on the same topic, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? You know, I I honestly would answer this question in different ways. I think that I'm kind of like a mix. I feel like 
I'm an introvert in the way that I'm not as assertive as most people. I don't really make the first move a lot of the time. Um, because I'm just, like, worried about what other people think of me a lot of the time, which is just something I've struggled with for most of my life. I'm just, I've always felt like more of an outsider, so to speak. So I kind of just don't put myself out there as much as I should. But then I also feel like I can be an extrovert in the way that I get my energy off of other people. And if I'm too isolated for too long, I start to get self-destructive. I get that. I get that. Um, let's see. What was my question? So, for me, I don't know. I consider myself an extrovert. Sometimes it really depends on the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at church, I love being like talking to a lot of people. But at church, I don't know. I just I feel more humble when I'm at church. I just like you know, I'm not as talkative. But when I'm at school, on the other hand, I like I can just talk to everyone. I'll pro- I'll probably say high to like everyone in the halls mm-hmm. and but you know when I'm around I don't know when I'm around my parents I just don't like to be loud or talkative maybe with them but like with other people I just like I'm kind of shy I don't know why yeah I get that too I need to get my earphones For some reason the sound on my phone acting up Awesome. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. Let's see. What movie spoke to you in what way? Or wait, book or movie? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I have several books and movies, but let me let me think about this for a second. That's a really good question, though. I feel like, um, it kind of depends, you know? Like, it depends on, I guess, oh, I can tell you one just, like, a Christmas movie that I've watched recently that is one of my favorites, and it just always, like, I'm the type of person that doesn't really show too much emotion when I watch movies. I don't know why. I just yeah, never... Yeah, you know what? Same. I'm like, people are like crying and I'm like... I'm just like, sitting there like, uh, <laughs> you oh, good? Yeah, you good? You good over there? <laughs> like, you, you've seen Endgame, right? I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Endgame. Like, the end the end part, the, the end game of the end game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Even for such a passionate fan of Marvel and Star Wars stuff, I just couldn't cry. Like there, I was kind of sad about it, but it wasn't something that I was depressed over. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, what's the Christmas movie that you're? So it's called The Family Stone. Have you ever seen it? I haven't. What What is it about? So it's actually about um, this family, and it's actually kind of sentimental. Not mm-hmm. necessarily to me, but um, I have two older half sisters, and apparently. Uh-huh they say that the family in this movie acts very similar to their side of the family. Yeah. Um, so, it's about this um, family and they're just average. There's like um, two sisters, mm-hmm. two brothers, and then the parents. And 
no three brothers sorry and um one of the brothers brings home his um girlfriend for christmas and Mm -hmm. he's planning on proposing to her with the family ring the family stone nice nice and but like the whole family doesn't like her because she's just really like stuck up and not necessarily that she's trying to be that way she's just really business driven and kind of like boring i guess yeah i get that you can just tell that they aren't happy together as a couple Mm -hmm. but then like as the movie goes on a bunch of stuff happens and basically the girlfriend's sister comes out to like help her because the family's just being so mean to her and she calls her sister and the um son that was going to propose to this girl ends up like falling for her sister and then the girl the girlfriend falls for his other brother (laughs) and so it's just this whole weird situation but um the mom ends up finding out she has breast cancer and like oof so she's struggling with that and then it's like their last christmas together and it's just super like oh geez that is that is pretty sad yeah but i don't know like for me it just always gets me thinking and it like puts into perspective like how thankful i am for everything that i have have. in my life and all those Hashtag moments. Thanksgiving yeah. rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I feel like that movie really affected me in terms of like um, my own self concept of like thankfulness. Yeah, and, thankfulness and family. Yeah. I get that. I get that. What does it mean to be a family? And mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, especially from a psychological perspective. It's, yeah. It's kind of cool to think about. Speaking of Thanksgiving, you've seen Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Okay. Remember the intro scene where it shows, like, all the the towns, like, the the trees with the towns? Mm Mm-hmm. What? I'm curious. What do you think? So, there was... We saw Christmas Town, and we saw Halloween Town. I'm curious what Thanksgiving Town looks like. Ooh, that's a good question. Because um, I'm pretty sure there was a turkey or at least a hat or something that was there that Rick. Yeah, that I think did. I think it was a turkey, and you know I don't know. I feel like it might be like a little village similar to the Christmas um, town, but Just I feel like snow. it would be more of an autumn setting, and I mm-hmm. feel like it would just be full of people like on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, maybe pilgrims. It'd probably be a bunch actually. of pilgrims. Yeah, and then just, like, lots of food everywhere. Maybe there would be, like, mashed potato mountains and, and gravy <laughs> on top with, like, as the snow. I don't know. Make, make, makes me think of, uh, what's that one movie called? The, the Cloudy and a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read the book when you were a kid? The... I didn't know it was a book. Yeah, it, it came from, like, a little short story book. It's about this grandpa, and he's, like, home for Christmas or I don't know what it was but he was like telling his kids about about way back when there was this town and then the similarities are are similar except there's no like adventure or anything it's just a, a normal kid children's book oh but interesting the, yeah it's it's really interesting uh, did you know that Nightmare Before or not Nightmare uh, The Night at the Museum was also a book um I think I have heard that but I have not read it yeah, I, it was another another kid's book that my mom got for me. It was like, it was 
pretty much the same concept minus the King Tut aspects of it. Yeah. <laughs> but had pretty much everything else and obviously it was a bit more towards geared towards kids. I'm sure I haven't seen that movie in a while. I'm sure it's a lot funnier to me now than it would be. Yeah, me when neither. I was younger. I what? always think it's interesting to like go back and watch movies that you remember so well from watching as a kid but then like seeing it with this whole new perspective now that you actually understand most of what's going on yeah most of the jokes and most of everything yeah what do you th- what is one movie you think might be ru- that you haven't seen in a while that you think might be ruined if you watch it again oh man um hmm I feel like um I don't know Cause I honestly like a lot of the <laughs> movies that I watched growing up as a little girl were uh-huh. movies that would not be um, typical child movies because, like yeah. I mentioned before, I have two older half sisters. So oh, gotcha, when they gotcha. were still living with us, they were teenagers, so they were watching all this like adult content, and yeah. so then I started to like love all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. I and, get that. You're just so like, ooh. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I What's feel like that? <laughs> I feel like maybe um if I were to go back and watch like I remember um I used to love watching these like um I don't even remember like Bible movies kind mm-hmm. of. Like have you ever seen um Oh, I forget what it's called. The Prince of Egypt and, like, yeah, I Joseph that. and the Magical I, Cloak or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I watched the full um, uh, Prince of Egypt one, but I definitely watched the, the Joseph Dreamer one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like if I were to go and back and watch those, it might be a little bit, like, not necessarily ruined, but just different for me because since I've grown up, like, I've kind of strayed from religion just because it's not it doesn't make sense for me like i've never had that that, like real connection to god or anything like that so i kind of just started to call myself agnostic where Mm -hmm. i don't believe but i don't disbelieve either i think there's like sufficient evidence on both sides but i think i think if i were to go back and watch those just knowing what i know now about like religion i think it might be a little bit just different for me yeah i get that i get that but i still appreciate the movies i still think they're good movies and like they give a pretty good message so yeah for sure yeah for me it's kind of it's kind of the opposite like watching those i've i've got i've got stronger in my faith personally mm-hmm. so and i've been reading through those books the, the actual stories from the original ones and mm-hmm. I think if I watched those, I'd probably, like, this is probably too much, but, you know, like, you know, I'd probably nitpick it and be like, oh, that's, that's, that didn't happen. They changed that or. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But anyways, it's a different perspective and I, I respect that. It's cool. But, um, let's see. What's another question? What you do, wait, would you do a crazy thing for a friend? And, like, what would it be? Um, okay, it kind of depends. <laughs> like, <laughs> are 
are we talking like that old saying jumping off a bridge if they would too or like i don't know i guess i don't know maybe a a a favor like like you have to go to the mall and you have to buy a hundred things or i don't know something crazy like that I think it definitely depends on the situation and also the person because I feel mm-hmm. like um, there's different levels of friendship, you know. There's, <laughs> yeah, no, for you've sure. You've got your best friends, you've got your kind of just acquaintances, you've yeah. got your classroom buddies. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but I Here, feel jump like... off a bridge with me. I'm, I'm your <laughs> classroom buddy. We're best pals, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like, um, like my best friend's name is Serenity. You probably know her. She goes to your school. But maybe. I don't I don't know. Possibly. She um is my best friend. We've been best friends um ever since middle school, so mm-hmm. we're really close. So I feel like if she asked me to do something that might be difficult, I would ultimately agree, depending on like the extent like now i wouldn't probably make like a suicide pact or something with her yeah. because that's a little bit far yeah but if she needed me to like say buy something for her that was really expensive that she didn't have the money for like i would probably do that for her i got you i got you yeah i can i don't know i don't unless it was like life and death situation i don't know how far i would go because then again, I really don't have too many like close friends. Yeah. Most of my most of my friends, or like pretty much a hundred percent of my friends, are like classroom buddies. So, <laughs> yeah. Not, not that I have like bad relationships with any of them, but you know, I just not. I'm not at that level where like you're my brother. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Brother in arms type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What's another question we can ask? Is your job now a reflection of what you said you wanted to be when you were a kid? This is probably not true, but I'm going to have you answer that. (laughs) I mean, at the moment, my job is at a fast food restaurant. So, I mean, (laughs) I get to definitely study the behavior of people on my own. (laughs) I get several, several different types of people come in and it's interesting to see like how they act in that sort of setting but um yeah i ultimately want to be a psychologist so at the moment the only thing that i'm doing that is related to that is like my sociology class okay become an uber driver and then you're basically a taxi driver and then basically you're a psychologist (laughs) 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 or that or a a, a hairdresser i mean one of the taxi driver or hair salon person you're 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 pretty much already a psychologist already at that point (laughs) (laughs) but you know i mean i wasn't expecting you to i obviously this is not what you do but you know every kid's dream is to flip burgers someday that's that's just like the ultimate dream for all children, right? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, they, they want to go behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, behind the scenes, you know. It's just it's like what what's up Tommy? So, I know you don't want to be a doctor, you don't want to be a lawyer, but you definitely want to be a burger flipper. Oh yes. <laughs> of course, of course I want to be a burger flipper. 
at McDonald's. <laughs> it's so silly because especially with this generation, I feel like like my little brother, he's 11 or is he? I can't remember. I think he's actually t- <laughs> I think he's 12. <laughs> Not going to lie, I kind of just spaced out on that, but I think he's 12. Yeah. And anyways, he is always talking about how Oh, when I grow up, I just want to work at Chick-fil-A for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have any goals. That's that's kind of sad, like because I he just wants to play Roblox and and work at Chick-fil-A. I mean, no. (laughs) But I definitely would say that I don't think that we started to like form our self-concept of what we wanted to do until we were in at least like middle school and then from there it kind of started to become more clear yeah okay personally i in in this in this particular case in my own personal life i kind of did like since i was like 11 like i'm not trying to brag but you know I, I've kind of always wanted to be a filmmaker, so you know. Yeah, that's definitely the case for a lot of people, too. I'm just saying, like, for me. Yeah, I no, 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 no. I get that. I'm not saying I'm like everyone else. Or that I, I'm. Or that I'm I think special. it's cool, though, that you, like, grew up having this dream and you really wanted to pursue it because when I was little, I don't really know. Like, I, it's all so blurry now. Did you want to be crazy. a Disney princess? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I kind of already <laughs> thought I was. You are just. You know what? That's you know what? I'm pretty sure I thought you were too. Definitely. I mean, I, my name is Belle, so like. Yeah, I know, right? It's like you were born to be a Disney princess. Oh yeah, for just sure. Minus the minus having to go to Disney World, you just you just do it right in your house. You're like a you're like a offsite Disney princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But. I would say when I was little, I probably wanted to do like a lot of things, and I thought that you probably like that you could, which you potentially could, but yeah, I mean, in today's society, you kind of have to like pick and and go with it, especially with like college and everything, because once you spend all this money on a major, like yeah, you know, I think there's also a lot of like entrepreneurs these days mm-hmm. compared to how they. I think we've kind of gone through dips of like entrepreneurial like times like back in like the 20s or when there was a lot of um uh you know immigrants from like italy and and um oh yeah stuff like that that was a great time to be entrepreneur and then it kind of dipped towards like the 1950s for example everyone kind of had their house they had the job they had yeah you know that they kind of needed to have a structured job but now i think we're kind of going back into that stage of like if you really work for it you can possibly get to the point where you're a um, you know a youtuber for a living or whatever obviously it's not everyone not everyone's gonna make it but yeah but i i definitely agree there's a lot of influencers these days who are kind of coming to popularity on like the internet and social media and they yeah. gain a following and they kind of just build themselves up doing whatever it is they do which is pretty cool yeah i've seen a couple youtube channels um one uh where it's like this uh, uh chiropractor and he like films his chiropractic work is it is it by any chance dr joseph cipriano <laughs> yes it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah i watch him too 
Oh, you do, you do. Okay, shout out to Dr. Joseph Cipriano on my podcast. <laughs> Go watch him; he's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe do you know what you should be? You should be a YouTube, uh, a YouTube uh, no, a therapist. That should be oh your gig. Goodness. Like you're I the Doctor Phil. Of that. You're the Doctor Phil of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah definitely for sure that's your that's your calling now right now right? oh yeah i'm yeah. gonna go i'm gonna go film a video right now <laughs> hey you're in a podcast you're a shout out shout out to bella <laughs> yep shout out to me the podcast that's gonna happen future. really soon podcast of the future <laughs> yeah <laughs> therapist of the future yeah therapist of the future on youtube oh my goodness <laughs> you know what i should do therapy in vr that would be dope <laughs> legit dude they can just i I can make like those pov like you know those asmr role plays i can make like role play therapy videos oh (laughs) jeez just sit and pretend like the camera is my client and be like someone's bothering you today (laughs) what's your problem (laughs) you gotta be what's your issue exactly you gotta be all swag about it too you know it's (laughs) it's the it's the year 2020 you gotta be cool now these mm-hmm. days <laughs> but anyways let me go to the next question uh do you believe the pr- that the present is really better than the past oh i thought you said president for a minute and i was like oh, I, mean. <laughs> I mean uh i don't know <laughs> um the present um i i think that um there's a lot of good in today's society but there's also a lot of bad and yeah. i think that um we've made a lot of really really good improvements and Mm -hmm. um we're definitely going in the right direction with a lot of things but i also feel like like human nature as a whole has kind of deteriorate deteriorated yeah for sure i think people are less friendly people are communicating more like communication is just so easy nowadays that it's like we get sick of each other you know yeah I so think... i think it definitely depends on like um different aspects yeah for sure it's um it's sad that we can't like grab pieces from different like times and eras that were that were good and just kind of put it into this kind of collage of a of an era you know mm-hmm. like i don't know the peace the peaceful uh, time area, you know, you know, like the fifties, where everyone was kind of, it was pretty chill back then. You know, you had your house, you had your, uh, your family. It was pretty, it was pretty nice as far as like I think the economy. But then again, there was racism, so you know that that's like a no no. That's like, if only we yeah. could like put put no no racism in nineteen fifties, and then bring in the internet. I feel like no matter what you do in a society, there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be inconsistency. You can never make everyone happy. And so I don't think that there will ever be like a perfect utopia. I think that it'll always be some sort of dystopian societal issues, I guess. Yeah, I think it's always even even if it's not to an extreme, mm -hmm. there's we're always living in a constant form of dystopia whether it's really bad or real or okay you know yeah it's always something 
and especially in like other countries like the Middle East and like there's a lot of war and it's really sad how some like there's this uh, uh, like friend of mine uh, kind of a pen pal I have from Israel and they have freaking bomb shelters still in their mm-hmm. houses that's that's crazy to think that you could be bombed at any time that's that's sad yeah but I think I'm gonna ask one more question and then we'll uh, finish the podcast how's that sound okay sweet and then we can talk uh, keep talking afterwards if you want okay um let's see what what kind of parent do you think you'll be like um that's actually a really good question I think that I will definitely take some wisdom from my own parental units Mm -hmm. um however I think that I will do things a little bit differently just based on my own experience as a child things that went well and things that didn't go so well I think that um I'll be strict I mean I'm not gonna put up with no crap (laughs) yeah I got you I got you I'm also not gonna let them feel like they have to like earn my respect or my affection or anything like that yeah definitely okay i agree with like definitely that never you should never have your kid earn your affection but but i think kids should earn your respect at least or okay wait wait let me rephrase that i think i understood that no i i agree with you i actually i i take that back i will make sure that they have to earn my respect and like they have to they have to do well but yeah. like there I don't think that they should have to feel like they have to fight for my attention or my appreciation or Yeah, my... for sure. Like you got to love them, but you also got to have have uh you know, you can't just be like, "Oh, well, it's okay, Sonny. You can be however you want to be. You can be <laughs> Yeah. And I definitely think um I'm going to have some difficult decisions that I'm going to have to end up making, but I mean, at the end of the day, I know that yeah, I, I think I, that's I'm with confident, all parents. I'm confident that I'll be a decent parent when the time comes. For sure. I think, I don't know, I'm pretty good with kids. I, mm-hmm. Like, just let me give you an example. Uh, yes, or, yeah, yesterday, I was uh, helping out with the kids um, at my church. I was uh, volunteering. We were doing a Christmas song. So all the little kids came up to the front of the church and uh, we were we were basically what we did was we helped them to get do the process of getting up there sing the song and, and then go back to the nursery area and play and stuff but uh when, when we're like playing and stuff man i have a blast you know i put them on my back and i roar and you know do all kinds of fun dad <laughs> dad like things <laughs> i don't know yeah it doesn't seem like whenever i'm working with other people it doesn't seem like they're they do that as much as I do. So as far as being a fun dad, I think I think I'll definitely get an A plus in the fun part. <laughs> hope I, I I hope I'll be good at discipline. But you know, I'm sure I will be. I just need to work my way up to that. <laughs> I think the main thing with me as a parent is if I I mean, I'm hoping to have at least I think two. Mm-hmm. So yeah. When, if and when I have 
multiple children, I will make sure <laughs> to try to be as fair with each of them as I can yeah, because for sure. a lot of like what's happened in my life recently is that my brother, um, my little brother has been getting to do things a lot earlier than I was allowed to do it. And it's just a lot of like inequalities between the two of us. Yeah. So for sure. I think I'll definitely try to keep everything fair. And that's another thing. It's interesting. There's a study. I've watched several studies, you know, being interested in psychology stuff about mm-hmm. how different the personalities of, of different, like the kids with siblings, for example, being the middle kid, the middle child or the youngest or the, the first child or whatever. It's interesting because a lot of times parents are more uh, protective over their first child because mm-hmm. that's their only child for for a moment and that's a lot of many times the reason for for them maybe not letting them do things as early as per se the other children and it's kind of a psychological thing where if you have a bunch of children or then you're you're less worried about losing one even though that's kind of, that sounds really messed up it's just kind of it's a deep psychology type of thing you know what i mean yeah, no, I, I completely get that too. But I also feel like I'm definitely not afraid to step in when necessary and yeah. lay down the law. <laughs> yeah, I get that. One more question. I said this was the last one, but I've got one more good one. You've seen Inside Out, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what? Remember how each person had their own, like, core emotion? That was kind of like the, the person driving the wheel steering the wheel what would you say is your like primary emotion that's that controls you or like maybe not controls you but it's like the one that you have most um and i don't want to sound depressing with this no 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 no, for sure all the all the emotions have some sort of positive and negative so go ahead i think it would mostly be sadness just because of the fact that my own personal sadness has led me to discover so many things about myself that mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't. Um, and also, like in Inside Out, the premise is like you need some sadness in your life to have good things as well. Like you For need sure. to feel that sad to be able to feel happy afterwards. And so, yeah, I yeah, I think my main driver would definitely be sadness. <laughs> what would you say your secondary one would be? Um, you know, I think, honestly, maybe fear. Fear? (laughs) Because I I think that I'm definitely very self-conscious and passive a lot of the time. And Mm -hmm. I think that fear definitely leads me to act how I act in a lot of situations. Yeah. But what about you? I think mine would be joy. I'm a pretty happy guy sure I have my I don't know I'm a pretty pretty jolly guy I think Mm -hmm. uh, my um, secondary one would probably be fear as well because like I told you we I mentioned before sometimes I have I I get I get kind of self-conscious about little things that are kind of silly Mm -hmm. but it's but it's kind of a balancing out of being like I'm really happy. I, I talk to a lot of people to fear of like, well, I don't want to get too close to people or I don't want to make a complete fool of myself. You know what I mean? 
So I think that's what my top two would be. Kind of, and I'm still working out. Obviously, everyone is still balancing out their personality. You know how how they want to be, especially at our age. You know, we're growing into adults, and we're trying to figure out what we should be acting like and what we shouldn't be. But, anyways, I think that was a good podcast. I think I'll end it here. Uh, go check me out on Instagram. Uh, at uh, H-O-M-M-E-D-E film homie to film at Instagram and also Bella uh, you want to spell out your Instagram sure um, M-U-S-I-E-L-L-E is my Instagram awesome howdy folks or see ya folks bye bye <laughs>